in a meeting space and it was so price friendly, <laughs> like amazingly price friendly to the point where I was asking them, can we please give you more money? <laughs> this has been amazing. Also with those smaller venues and non-traditional venues, know that the services probably aren't up to the same level and quality that you would expect at a hotel. So they might not understand the concept of refreshing beverages or doing a clean sweep of the room during breaks to adios trash and reset the areas where everyone's sitting. So cleaning and refreshing beverages might fall on your team, okay? How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants and step up to the mic How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. True or false, you've sat in the audience of a big name influencers event and you've thought to yourself, I want this. This is for me. And then reality sets in and you realize that your potential guest list is nothing of the size of the audience that you're sitting in. And you worry, how am I going to get started? Well, don't worry. I've got you. Today, I'm going to give you five tips for starting small with events. And this whole time, we're going to keep that quote from George, was it George Washington Carver in mind that says, start where you are with what you have, make something of it and never, ever be satisfied. I love it. I love it. I got my start at influencer events by going to a Brenda Burchard event and it blew my mind on so many levels. Well, first, because he's so pro team. But second, because I had never sat in the audience of an event where people paid with their own money and they wanted to be there and they were thrilled, thrilled to be sitting there. I'd always planned events up until that moment for guests who we paid their way, they didn't want to be there and they weren't thrilled about it. So it was above the fold front page news to me that audiences existed that were thrilled to be hanging out and had paid their own way and were just like, just so darn excited about it. So I remember when Brendan Burchard talked about his first event, (laughs) my ears totally perked up. And he was like, yeah, I started small. I started in a really small um, conference room. I played my own music from, I don't remember if it was his own <laughs> um, radio or computer. And he was like counting the number of people there and including the, the wait staff and <laughs> perhaps family members who had also joined and staff. So, you know, and you could probably count on a couple two, three hands, how many uh, people were there. And it was a great reminder for me that even though I was sitting in an audience of thousands, that people like that start small too. And so this episode is all about encouragement that if starting small feels like the right thing for you, 
then listen up because I've got strategies for you on how to do just that. So the first thing is I want you to know the why and the what. Why do you feel like you need to start small? And what do you think that you are accomplishing by starting small? There are no wrong answers, but I do want you to journal and know the answer to both. Okay. I need you to know why. Is it because of the reality of your list size and, you know, community size currently and just numbers? This is where you're going to be. Or is the why because you really value intimacy, you value being able to have one-on-one conversations with people, and you fear that that would dissipate if you had big numbers? I want you to know your why, okay? Journal on that. Number two, I want you to know the what. What are you trying to accomplish by starting small? Are you trying to prove to yourself that you can do it? Are you building confidence? Are you training your team? Like, what do you need out of this event? Is it permission to play bigger? Is it to get comfortable with speaking in front of groups of people? So journal on that. I want you to know the answer. All right. And... When you have the answers to those two things, don't delegate that. I mean, yes, you can have a team meeting about it and talk amongst uh, the group of you, but at the end of the day, it's in your heart, right? Uh, What that answer is. And so once you've got those two answers, then we can move on and I've got some ideas for you. So first, consider virtual. I know, I know, (laughs) we're all, some of us are over them. Uh, Some of us are still rocking virtual events, but know that it is a easier lift from the standpoint of energy and sometimes even money to start small with events by doing it virtually. And I'll say they're also easier to wash, rinse, and repeat. So consider that. Let go of your preconceived notions that nobody is showing up to virtual events anymore or that people are, everyone is tired of them because I guarantee you, if you were presented with the the right opportunity, you would show up to a virtual event right now and I would too. <laughs> so if if you answered yes, if you know, like certain criteria were met, that you would show up to a virtual event, then that same sentiment exists within your audience. So consider virtual. It also just feels safer to sit behind a computer instead of being like fully full body exposed to a room full of people. And so if fear of being live with people is a thing for you, if it's in that, that why and the what, then consider virtual. It feels safer. (laughs) Yeah. So second, I want you to know and plan for the fact that it's a progression. So yes, you're starting small now, but know that if it's on your heart to go bigger, then you absolutely can and will in the future. And so 
like we talk about inside of Live Event Academy, be strategic. Start with the end in mind. Know that even though you're starting small, you're going to put systems in place that are scalable and repeatable, right? Yes. (laughs) So I want you to know that you believe in your dream. And I want you to know that these smarter, smaller events are part of the plan. I'll repeat that because this is one you're going to want to star and underline in your journal. Believe in your dream and know that these smaller events are part of the plan. Okay. So that's number two. Know it's a progression. Three, I want you to think outside of the box. So I think people immediately go to, I must have to host my event in a hotel. (laughs) And I have to say that's such old school thinking. And it's also expensive thinking. So if part of your, I want to, part of your why and your what for starting small is cost, then I want you to know that hotels aren't your best friend because there's going to be a lot of fees and extra things that go into the price of hosting your event at a hotel that I I don't want you to have to deal with out of the box, out of the gate. So think outside the box and perhaps you're starting in someone's home or maybe even your own home. Maybe you're renting an Airbnb. Maybe you are renting meeting space at a co-working space. Maybe you're finding some sort of other non-hotel meeting space. Maybe it's a vineyard. Maybe it's a yoga studio. There are so many places that if it has the vibe that you're going for, the aesthetic, the energy, the view, ask. Ask if that space can be rented. And usually when you go and rent a space that is a non-hotel space, It comes with less strings. Uh, You can bring in your own food. You can bring in your own AV. You can set it up however you want. You can set the hours that you're going to be there. It's so much more flexible. I was over in, what was it, in uh, Delphi, Greece, in the fall, producing a small retreat with a client. And we just rented the second story of a restaurant and just moved all the tables. It had the most amazing view (laughs) probably in the whole town. And it wasn't a meeting space, but sometimes being, and it was so price friendly, (laughs) like amazingly price friendly to the point where I was asking them, can we please give you more money? (laughs) This has been amazing. But also with those smaller venues and non-traditional venues, know that the services probably aren't up to the same level and quality that you would expect at a hotel. So they might not understand the concept of refreshing beverages or doing a clean sweep of the room during breaks to adios trash and reset the, the areas where everyone's sitting. So... cleaning and refreshing beverages might fall on your team, okay? Know that that just comes with the territory of going to a non-traditional venue, but it really does help with the budget. And so if 
part of your start small vision is budget, then consider some of those alternative spaces to host your event and, and yeah, think outside the box. And then the last thing that I wanted to cover with you is releasing expectations on yourself. So I think that when we produce our first event, we have all of these visions of what it could be, what it will be, and what we want it to be in the future. And the reality is, this is where we're starting. And so whether that's budget size is small, or group size is small, or the amount of like big name guest speakers that you have speaking at your event is small, know that it's not always going to be like that. But this is where you're at. And release expectations that you need to be something or your event needs to look in some way because you see other people doing it that way. Like just really honor the fact that this is where you're at. And you're going to just, again, start with where, start where you are with what you have. You're going to make something of it and you're not going to be satisfied (laughs) because I think that that's the best we can do, right? Is just release those expectations that, oh gosh, I wanted to have those amazing like photo backdrops, or I wanted to be able to do room drops in their sleeping rooms with these amazing swag bags, or I wanted to get that my favorite mentor to come and speak at my event. And if if it doesn't happen, it's because it's just not possible at this event, it doesn't mean it's never happening. So just again, release the expectations that you have on yourself that it has to be a certain way this time and do your best, okay? And if you need brainstorming support, just drop your question into my DMs over on Instagram and I'm totally happy to help. This is one of my favorite things is getting creative in the process. No two events are the same. And so it really stretches us every single time to get creative and work within and outside of the box that we're given. I really hope that this gave you some ideas and confidence and that you're going to be willing to start small if that's what you want to do. And I'm excited for you. And I really honor the fact that you are ready to host your event and you're going to start in a way that feels right for you in this season right now. I'm cheering you on. Take care. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Faefer and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. The number one thing I'm asked by CEOs, whether it's their first event or their 20th, is Sarah, how do I get more butts in seats? And so I put together a guide for you. 
head over to fillingevents.com for your free copy of 107 Ways to Fill Your Event. I want to help you quickly master event marketing and fill your events even if you've never done it before. I've scoured the online business world and found 107 of my favorite strategies working right now to fill your next in-person or virtual event. Create the event promotion plan you need from these easy to implement, customizable strategies for free over at fillingevents.com. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going, keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.